Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. The disciples of Jesus had a testimony that their hearts burned whilst Jesus spoke to them. God's word can set you on fire. And yes, you can be aflame 24-7 with fire for today. A daily audio devotional by a dearly esteemed man of God, Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at firefortoday at yahoo.com. Fire for today, provoking spontaneous spiritual revival. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I will be teaching on the topic, when it is hard to pray. When it is hard to pray, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Your power is at work in us, for it is you that work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. I am praying for everyone under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, let your hand be strong upon them. Let the electricity of heaven light up their lives. In the name of Jesus, I decree, wherever the voice of the enemy has been loud, I quell that voice by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, let there be peace. Let there be shouts of joy. Jesus, in your holy name, I pray. Amen. When it is hard to pray. I am dedicating this episode to people who are finding it hard to pray. A dear sister sent a message on our WhatsApp platform and the message goes like this. I have a situation. There are moments I find praying and Bible study hard to do. Like it's a chore that needs to be done. Is that a bad sign? Does that mean my salvation is in trouble? What can be done about it? This is a very beautiful and a very sincere question. Many times believers hide under the cloak of it is well and they're not sincere about things that they're going through and i thank my dear sister for this question and that is the reason why i will deal with this topic by the grace of god the bible says in the book of matthew chapter 26 matthew chapter 26 we'll begin to read from verse 40 and he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto peter what could ye not watch with me one hour, watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So this was a scenario where Jesus was to pray, and he had picked his best men and expected them to pray along with him. But the Bible said they were fast asleep. Three times Jesus went to check on them, and they were fast asleep. What? was the problem jesus then said to them couldn't you pray with me at least one hour which automatically sets the yardstick because the normal jewish prayer every time a jew prays it is one hour so you hear the fourth watch you hear the third watch every time you pray so jesus was expecting that the least which is one hour he expected that they would at least watch with him but out of the hours he prayed, they were fast asleep and they couldn't pray. Sometimes it is not because you don't want to pray. It is not because you don't love the Lord. 
it is not because you don't know that you need to pray it is more spiritual than it is physical because jesus here has said that the spirit is willing he said but the flesh is weak so many times it is your flesh interfacing with your spirit it is your flesh trying to superimpose over your spirit so you wake up and you know you are supposed to pray just like scripture has said that men ought always to pray and not to faint meaning that if you are not praying you are fainting there's no two ways about it you can keep smiling you can keep deceiving yourself you can keep using you know giving yourself reasons why you think you are okay but it is the highway to diminishing you will begin to have diminishing returns in the long run because there are two principal things for every believer number one men ought always to pray and not to faint number two man shall not live by bread alone but by every word so i will deal with the issue of the word but on this episode i'll focus on prayer statistics even show that 22 percent of 18 to 29 year old they seldomly pray they hardly pray and 39 percent of those who are in the age bracket of 30 to 49 years they pray at least once a month these statistics continue to even show that as the new generation is coming along fewer and fewer people are teaching children and their families the value of prayer a surprisingly large share of people who actually pray is like 14 percent and they admitted that they don't know if god responds to people's prayer or if he does how he responds so they are just praying because they feel there's a need to pray and they have stopped finding joy in prayer and they have allowed doubt to settle in their hearts and the fog of their connection with god is so strong and if this is your case prayer will not look like a chore but i need to set this straight that your lack of prayer does not make you to now become automatically unsaved because he that is in christ jesus is a new creature you've given your life to jesus you are now born again so you will not be unsaved because you are struggling to pray it is a bad sign yes because it can get you to a place where you will not be able to stand the test of time where you will not be able to rise up to the occasion where your spirit man will not be able to roar in the face of battle where defeat may become a reoccurring reality in your life and you do not want that so at some point the disciples of jesus had to come to him and say teach us how to pray teach us how to pray why because prayer is the oxygen for the believer god's word is the bread for the believer prayer is the oxygen are you hearing me child of god i know that when you now begin to hear songs like if i don't pray you will make mess of me <laughs> then your heart will be beating you say oh god oh god oh god that's a topic for another day but prayer is oxygen for the believer and there are common reasons why people stop praying or why prayer becomes like a chore in people's life leonard raven he said a praying man stops sinning and a sinning man will stop praying god's original intent when creating you when he made man in the garden was to make man an extension of his family was for man to become his child scripture also makes mention that we are his bride in order to have a relationship with a father or even a husband there has to be a level of communication and intimacy 
that is shared through those kind of conversations. It is because of this design that we are done to pray to God. Man is wired to pray to God. If you stop praying, you will begin to feel a disconnect. You begin to feel a depreciation. You begin to feel many times what will make people see prayer as a chore is because they are beginning to feel guilty. They know this, that they are supposed to pray. And prayer is supposed to be sweet. It's supposed to be a one-way communication. I mean a two-way communication between man and God. And when it is anything other than this, it is no longer the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So it is through these moments that we will develop an intimate relationship with God and begin to know Him as the you begin to know him as the God that is near instead of a God that is distant. Since our beginning in the garden, Satan always attempted to break our connection with God. That was his ultimate goal so that he can lead us away. If he does not break his, your connection with God, he cannot lead you astray from him. He cannot lead you astray to sin, to shame, to the distractions in the world. And today he continues at his best to prevent man to prevent you, to prevent me from spending time in prayer. So the first reason is spiritual forces, especially that old serpent, the devil. That's the first reason why there are issues with prayer. Now let's look at a portion in scripture where the devil played a role in preventing God's people from praying. In Daniel chapter 6, the king had made a decree that everyone should pray to him alone. And if they did not, they would severely be punished. This shows that Satan, that was in the Old Testament. Now Satan devises means, devises means. Some time ago, they promulgated a law. How many hours or, or about prayer, about churches, about some churches should be shut down, noise pollution, all of that. These are silent and salient strategies Satan is using to do what? To stop prayer. Because the more prayer rises, the more God rises within men. And the more Satan is beating down. The devil operates in a similar manner. Behind the scenes, the devil is pushing his agenda of prayerlessness among believers in the form of excuses, laziness, business, and sin. He will use everything, you know, everything in his arsenal to drive you away from prayer. This is because a Christian with a prayer life is unstoppable in God. Once you have a prayer life, you will be a conqueror. You will move mountains with God. Every man of God in the Bible had one common denominator they had a great relationship with god and a prayer life if the devil can take away your prayer life then he will be able to take away your destiny and your spiritual work with god but then there's good news what's the good news you have the holy spirit someone once said he said if the devil can't make you bad he'll make you busy many times it is because we are too busy and for a long time we are too busy so you are not communicating. It's just like having a relationship. A young man and a young lady are in a relationship. A husband and a wife are in a relationship. And for three months, they are so busy with work. They don't talk. After three months, they get to meet. Or they make a phone call. They both sound weird on that call. They both sound cold on that call. They'll be trying to rewire and recoil their engines. Their love engine. Why? Because there was a bridge in communication. They've been too busy. What's the second reason? Man's fallen nature. It has been in man's nature to run away from God. The Bible says that it is no God. You know it is not in man to direct his step. 
the heart always loves to wander. Wander away. We've seen people who ran away from God. Jonah was one of them. If you recall the story of Adam and Eve, you would notice that when God began to call them in the garden, they answered from behind the bushes in shame. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 to 10 And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Many times when you begin to feel a pricking, when you begin to see prayer as a chore, it is God asking you, Where are you? But many times, a lot of believers misinterpret it and they begin to feel sad. They begin to feel ashamed. No, it is God steering you up. Your spirit man, there's a spirit in man. The Bible says that the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. So it is his Holy Spirit inside of you that causes you to feel that, ah, I've not been praying, no. That reminds you that, ah, my communication is not sweet, oh that makes you see the hole in your communication with God. And this is supposed to provoke you to repent and to fix it. But many times, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So this is the representation of what happens to us. Even though we are born again, we have a tendency to run away from God. When we fall into sin or when we get distracted or get too busy, Instead of running towards him in repentance, many run because they don't know what to say to God in prayer. So they hide behind the bushes of busyness. Some try to please God by hiding behind good works. He say, at least I'm giving my offering. At least I'm giving my tithe. At least I'm sowing seeds. At least I'm giving alms. <laughs> Some hide behind self-righteousness instead of communicating with God. Whatever the case may be, child of God, we must understand that it is in our nature to not pray. And that is what we must fight. Prayer is not just saying, I'm sorry, thank you. Or bless me, bless my house, bless my dog. Amen. No. In the place of prayer, you open your heart to God. God can meet you there. And His presence can change your life. Prayer is not just as beautiful and as powerful as praying in tongues is. Paul said, I will pray in my spirit and I will pray in my understanding also. There are times you need to tell God how you feel. Daddy, I'm tired. You can't talk to God like that and three days, something doesn't pop up. A fire does not kindle in your heart. A scripture does not pop up in your spirit. Or help does not come from another place. Are you hearing me, child of God? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Sometimes we must be honest with him. Because when you are not, it becomes the reason why the devil will use business, shame, and other distractions to create an excuse as to why you should run from the place of prayer. Where you are meant to dwell. Because Psalm chapter 91 verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So the second reason is man's fallen nature. The third reason is previously unanswered prayers. When God answers our prayers and joy comes into your life, a sense of reassurance begins to bubble. In your heart there's an assurance that ah god hears me but equal devastation also comes when there seem to be no response sometimes god is quiet there are many people who have prayed to god in moments of desperation and grief and it's as if god did not answer and it is not easy to handle life's experience 
of unanswered prayers. There may be few reasons why prayers are not answered. For instance, praying with the wrong motive, not asking for the right thing, having unforgiveness or unconfessed sins, having doubts or mistreating your fellow men. But then, in all of these, there are also times when God is silent and you now need to know what that silence means because it can mean no it can mean i've already told you it can mean wait it then takes spiritual maturity and sensitivity to know why there was silence in that time as a believer you must be alert and be aware about the devil's devices the devil will often use offense disappointment hurt to create a blockage between you and god as hard as it may be, child of God, never allow these things to build a belief system within you that God is not real or that he does not listen to you. Instead, I need you to take time to read his word. Fill yourself with it because in doing so, you will find truth about God's character and his unfailing promises. This will also trigger you to pray. That is why prayer and study, they go hand in hand. You cannot claim to be studying and then you don't feel the desire and the fire of prayer. You cannot claim to be praying and there's no desire to feed on God's word. No, it is impossible. And I need you to know that prayer warriors don't go into prayer to use God, but rather to know him. What is your motive for praying? If your motive for praying is, if I don't pray, Satan will make mess of me, you will get tired one day because when everything is good and calm and there's peace everywhere, you will not see the need for prayer. The reason for prayer is because you love God. It's because he's your father. It's because you know that you are his child. He's the father of all spirits. And you have a relationship with him and you want to know him better. Like Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto death. Because a proud man cannot pray. It is humility to pray. Every time you don't feel the need for prayer, it is pride arising in your heart every time you pray. It is your admission of humility that you need God, that you cannot do it on your own, that your relationship with God matters to you as much as it matters to God. Personally, I tell people that the secret is this. Many times you feel weak. Again and again, you feel like not wanting to pray. But what do you need to do? That is where you need to subscribe to the help of the Holy Spirit. The one the Bible says helps us in our infirmities. For we know not what to pray as we ought. But the Spirit of God helps our infirmities with groanings. Making intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Cannot be interpreted. So what do I do? I ask the Holy Spirit to quicken me. Because it takes God to help you to call on God. You know, many times people are in trouble and you say they should call God now. Do you think it's everyone that can call God when they're in trouble? <laughs> it takes... Let me show you that scripture. In Psalms chapter 80 verse 18, it says, So will not we go back from thee, quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Ah, uh -uh. So you need a quickening to be able to call. So you must know that prayer is not just an exercise. It is an institution. And... There are ways to set yourself up to consistently pray. One of which is asking the Holy Spirit for help. Sometimes I spend 30 minutes, an hour, and all I am saying is quicken me that I may call upon your name. Quicken me that I may call upon your name. It's not much activity, 
one word it is prayer i can say it for three minutes and stop and after another three minutes i say it again i keep muttering it for 30 minutes and the spirit of prayer will come upon me why because i'm telling god that i don't feel like praying i don't have the strength to pray at the moment but i know that there is a function in god there is a software in god that can superimpose my flesh that can swallow me up and envelop me that clock can come upon me and suddenly the man that did not want to pray, that did not feel like praying, that is so weak. And three hours you are there. Why? Because you've learned the art of submission. When you submit to him, he will lay his hands on you. You now realize that there is a thing known as sweet hour of prayer. It is because it's not yet sweet hour of prayer to you. That is why you miss it. You get too busy and then begin to think it's a chore and feel like it's a burden. You need to truly encounter the spirit of prayer. Else, you may be under a very hot pastor, but you'll be suffering from prayerlessness. Why? Because even the disciples of Jesus were with Jesus. He even took them to the prayer meeting. They could not pray. They slept. Another reason is not knowing what to say. Some people find prayer difficult, boring, uninteresting. Why? Because they lack the words. They need a template. They feel they need a prayer guide. But a template is not needed every time you pray. But if it does not come easily, it's okay to start with a template. I mean, using biblical prayer models or prayer books is good. But then let prayer be genuine. Let it be what you are feeling, how you are feeling. And then let it also be true communication expressing your desires letting the holy spirit take over because sometimes you won't pray amiss so sometimes in prayer it can be help me help me holy ghost help me i've done that many times help me and one hour it is just one prayer point help me and you come out of help me you have a revelation for nations you come out of a prayer of help me and suddenly there's a revelation from the word of god you've never seen before why because these things are connected they are connected and then the bible says you don't know what to say but the holy ghost will help you so how do you do that by praying in the holy ghost that's why if you are not filled with the holy spirit you don't pray in tongues it even makes your prayer journey even more difficult thank you father one last thing i want to talk about is or should i just talk about two more points the belief that prayer is pointless lots of people feel like prayer is pointless some other people feel like that's another point if i don't pray god will still act god will act regardless of my prayer no em <laughs> bound said it's as if god cannot do anything upon the earth except you pray so leaving your prayer bank empty is setting up yourself to be disgraced it is setting up yourself to be an easy prey it is important to pray yes we have victory in jesus yes the grace of god is at work in us but the bible says it is god that works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure and how to get god to work is prayer prayer matters let jesus be your role model in prayer say a great while he will pray deep into the night early in the morning far into the night then when he comes out the bible said he began to walk on water if you don't want the waters of this life to swallow you you must pray it is spending extended times in prayer 
causes the waters of your destiny to be stirred up. The Bible says that Elijah was a man of lack passion like you and I. He prayed endlessly that it would not rain. Chris Devon said he took the keys of heaven and he put it in his pocket. <laughs> then he prayed again that it would rain and it rained. Three and a half years, he said that the earnest heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. The endless prayer of a righteous man, it avails much. It produces so much power. So your prayer needs to be earnest. It needs to be real. It needs to be you talking to God and trusting God to talk back at you. If you've never had a prayer life, I want to implore you not to waste your life away by running from prayer. Prayer doesn't waste time. We never get to waste when we are wasting on God. It saves time. It shortens the distance between you and your destiny. It allows God to help you easily. It shuts the voice of the tempter. We may talk so much about prayer, but if we don't pray, then it's all for nothing. And hear me, child of God, there's no better way to learn how to pray than to pray. And I'd always say, pray when you don't feel like praying. Pray until you begin to feel like praying. And even when you now feel like praying, even then, pray again. Because times when you feel like praying, at times of great help and support from heaven. Times when you don't feel like praying. At times of great manipulation from hell. Either ways, men ought always to pray and not to faint. I decree now, let the spirit of prayer and supplication come upon you. In the name of Jesus, I decree that dryness in your prayer life, it goes and dies now. Let it be refreshing. Let there be a spring bubbling forth in your spirit, man. Right now, Blete Sizo, Koromonde, Lakutaga, Everende Zika, Lagadu Shakata, Prektekevia, Vondolono Moskapayate. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now. Amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. I'd like you to write to me. Let me know your concerns regarding prayer and how this episode has helped you. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe. You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and Fire for Today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at firefortoday at yahoo.com. Fire for Today. Provoking Spontaneous Spiritual Revival.